I spent a ridiculous amount of time and energy during my early 20s running away from fear. It kept me stuck. It kept me unfulfilled. I was too scared to take action because I was worried about what people will think, worried about failure, just fucking up, making mistakes. It took me until later in life to realize that fear is actually the compass. It's our relationship with fear that can be the problem. When you're going into a new environment, you're going into a new territory. If you think about Grand Theft Auto, you're going into a new map. You do not know what you're getting yourself into because you haven't been there before. It's not familiar. You don't know where the truck shops are. You don't know where the gun shops are, which means it's going to require some change. Change can be uncomfortable because it's literally just unfamiliar. But the problem is, is we overcomplicate the process. We're too afraid to just explore new territory because we don't know what lies on the other side. What ends up happening as a result? We rob ourselves of our true potential. We don't do difficult things in life, which in retrospect, if you can think about all the things that gave you joy in life, probably came from doing something difficult. And if you really, really struggle with fear, which I assume you probably have some sort of struggles with fear since you clicked on this video, then stay till the end because at the end of the video, I'm gonna give you a formula that is actually impactful in terms of reframing your relationship with your fears. So you can use it as a guiding compass to create the life that you wanna live. Last week, I was really reminded of this lesson because I had my first DJ gig. I spent the whole week you know, preparing for it prior. I was really stoked about it. I wanted it to be really good. And I only had a 30 minute pocket and I wanted to make the most of those 30 minutes. I didn't wanna just play like five songs. I wanted to like ease into it, really take you on a climax and then fall down to like, like an actual storyline where there's an intro, you know, a rising action, a climax, a falling action, and an outro. You know, really make sure that the songs were in the right order that I wanted it to be in. So the day comes for the show, and I had been anticipating it for a while, but I was not expecting the feelings that I was gonna feel that day. I was starting to feel a little anxious, like, what if I fuck up tonight? And it was a battle, because I would reverse that thought with, what if it goes great? But then the, other, the, the thought would just come creeping back into that right ear and, and telling you, what if it doesn't work out? I get a voice message from one of my buddies who is a professional musician and DJ, like actually goes on tour. And he told me a piece of advice that inspired this whole video. He said, hey man, just a little tip for your big day and your first show. Don't worry about fucking up so much. Nobody actually cares and people really will only read your body language. If you fuck up, they might not even hear it. They're too busy, you know, in their conversation, they're too busy in the moment. But what people do read is your body language. If I see that fuck up and I like cripple in, and I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. A couple things might happen. I might mess up the next transition. I might ruin the experience for other people because they're like, oh, this dude's not confident. Really, I just shoot myself in the own foot. The biggest lesson that I took from that is embrace the mistakes, man. You are entering new territory. You're not supposed to be super familiar with this. So why expect yourself to just go up there and 110% nail it? Why would you expect yourself to perform like somebody who's been touring every single day? And yes, you know, I wanna do a great job. That's why I did all the prep. But even with all that prep, <laughs> I remember like right before the show, I had just finalized the mix exactly how I wanted it because I switched out a song last minute. And that was probably causing me anxiety that I was really feeling like, oh fuck, like I don't have it fully prepared because I was switching things out. I just wanted to be great. I arrive, I'm setting up. I had never played on these decks. So I was tweaking the buttons, getting a feel for it and everything. It's not too far off from the controller that I have back here, but it's a little different. 
enough to where I needed to arrive a little bit earlier just to mess around on it. And things were a little bit uncomfortable, but overall I was fine, okay? So I start the show and things are going great. <laughs> and then there's one part of the whole mix that's just a big buildup. Like it's just, it's taking its time just building up this transition. It's probably like a 20, 25 second buildup. Right when it's about to drop, <laughs> I forgot to bring the baseline back in. So it's like this big buildup and then it drops and there's no bass <laughs> for like four beats. And I didn't, I couldn't hear it because I was facing away from the speakers and I thought it was doing it. I was like, oh fuck. And I turned it back on and I had practiced that transition so many times and I still fucked up. And here's the thing, hardly anybody noticed. Nobody came up and said, you gotta get out. Nobody said the party's over, this is it, we're done. People just kept going on about the, their life. It is important to realize that people don't care as much as you do. And people care more about themselves more than they care about your mistakes. Like if you fuck up, they might think about, oh damn, I heard that. And then they're on to back to the conversation they were having with Sally. You know what I'm saying? So don't overcomplicate it. Mistakes are inevitable. You know, the show went on. We still vibed out. The set, the rest of the set ended up going great. And I left that night feeling like I had a good experience. I felt like I learned something new. I feel more confident now because I'm familiar with the territory. I'm also realizing that if I make a mistake, big fucking whoop, <laughs> like I'm human. And that's something that is actually relatable. This one time I went to a festival and it was the first festival, music festival back after COVID. It was Illfest, I think. No, it was Ubby Dubby. Anyways, the first day, the sun is still out and we're listening to music. I think his name was Joyride. He was doing really great. And then at one point, I think he accidentally pressed the pause button. <laughs> and <laughs> he picked up the mic. He said, oops, sorry guys, I fucked up. It's been a long time <laughs> because of COVID. He hadn't been playing shows. And I think that is an even better example because I noticed that when he made that mistake, it created a memory in my mind it also made me feel more connected to him because he was honest about his mistake. He wasn't running from it. It's relatable for us to fuck up. Nobody's fucking perfect. Like why aim for perfection when it's impossible? Even somebody who's a professional like Joyride still makes a mistake and that's completely okay. Life will go on. He's still gonna get more gigs. He's still gonna produce music. Mistakes always teach us the best lessons. I'm gonna do everything in my power to know that anytime I do a buildup in the future, to make sure the fucking baseline is in. <laughs> it's that simple. That mistake has imprinted in my mind so boldly. Do not press this button or do not step on fire. Do not touch the hot stove. And I can continue growing and, and embracing new mistakes as I you know, get better and better and better. And the same goes for you. Whatever it is in your life. I know I'm talking a lot about music and music might not even be your thing, but what is it in your life that you are so fearful of of making mistakes, of worrying about what people think of you. Maybe it's starting a YouTube channel. Maybe it's doing a new business. Maybe it's, I don't know, asking somebody on a date. The fear of rejection will keep you stuck. Cause here's the thing, you're gonna get rejected at some point or another. Like you're going to get rejected. And that's because there's so much nuance from other people's preferences, from timing to energy, to things going on in people's lives at that specific moment in time. There's so much going on that if you just let the fear of rejection stop you, you're robbing yourself of so many opportunities in life. So many. And, and, and those opportunities are the things that's gonna get you that step towards the path 
of the life that is going to mean something to you in the end. If there's anything that I want you to take away from this video is that failure is the necessary part of growth. You can do all the planning in the world and something will pop up that you didn't expect. Mistakes are the point. You want to make mistakes to get to that next level of your life. So I told you at the beginning of the video that I was gonna tell you a formula for reframing your fears or your relationship to your fears. This is all Tim Ferriss's formula for reframing your fears. He calls it fear setting. You know, we have goal setting, but fear setting can also be really useful because fears are the things that are getting in our way. If we can get clear on those fears and know how to handle it, then we can achieve our goals. And this is how you're gonna be able to use fear as a compass to really challenge yourself to do difficult things and to embrace the mistakes and learn so much from it, so, learn so much about yourself, learn so much about you know the life that you wanna create and the impact you wanna have either on yourself other people, your family, your kids, whatever it may be. And also if you want a guideline or in this case, a free notion template to do this fear setting practice and have it structured out for you already, I made sure to include that in the description. So go check that out if you're interested. So the first thing you wanna do is get extra clear on what that fear is, define it, give it a definition. And the one way to do this is to really ask yourself, what is the worst case scenario out of this? The worst case scenario for my DJ example would be everybody is like, puts their drinks down, they're like, fuck this, I'm out, this guy sucks, I'm on to the next one, and they just walk out. Ask yourself, is it really that bad? If everybody walked out of the club the moment I forgot to bring the baseline in, is it life or death? Does that mean I have to stop pursuing DJing? Does that mean that like I'm a failure and this is the end result? No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. So define your fear and get clear on it. The next step is to ask yourself, how can I mitigate that mistake from happening? For me, this was all the prep that I had done, practicing the transitions, getting all the songs exactly how I wanted it, testing the transitions, making sure it sounded good. So what are things in, in your path, you know, if it's a new career, maybe you can mitigate that fear by going and finding people who are doing the career that you wanna do and asking them about their experience, asking them what is the biggest challenge you faced in your transition to this career? What were you doing before? I really feel like hearing other people's stories is the most needle moving, impactful thing you can do for yourself. Exposing yourself to other people's experiences and getting a taste of what they did and, and the challenges they faced and how they grew from it to see that power in yourself. After that, you want to ask yourself, if this mistake does happen, what are some things that I will do? If I forget to bring the baseline in, I'll just bring the baseline in. If I post a video and it flops and nobody gives a shit about it, hardly anybody watches it, then I'm going to, instead of drowning in the results, I'm gonna put that energy towards the next video. How can I make the next video better? And then maybe I would watch the video and ask myself, why are people not interested in this? What could I have done better so that I can apply that to the next video? After you've come up with all the different solutions that you would do if the mistake happens, the next thing that you wanna do is ask yourself, what if this does work out? What if the thing that I'm so fearful of ends up being the best thing I had ever done in my life? If I were to be sitting in the shoes of my 50 year old self and to look back on this moment and say, I am so glad. I embrace the fear of rejection, the fear of failure, fear of judgment, and I just did it anyways. Imagine how grateful you would feel for just doing that thing, knowing that it completely changed your life for the better. And the last thing you wanna do is to consider what type of life will you live if you do not take action? If you're on 
your deathbed, and you think back to this very moment when you could have embraced the fail failure and took action, but you chose not to. You chose to grab that glass of wine, and you chose to just get comfortable again and kick back on the couch and watch Netflix and you know, watch this series over and over and over until you have no more shows to watch and then you switch platforms and you hop on Hulu and then you switch on Disney and you watch it on there and this constant cycle of nothing, just pure entertainment, just dopamine sucking activities that leave you dry at the end of the day, feeling like, I guess I'll just wake up tomorrow and go back to my nine to five and repeat the whole process over again. So what life will you live if you do not take action? That's the final step of the fear setting formula. I think it's really important to build that infinite mindset, play the infinite game. If you haven't read the book by Simon Sinek, I highly suggest it, but it's all about playing the long game, extending the time horizons, not worrying about achieving your final destination by the end of this year, but starting playing the long game, knowing that in 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, my success is inevitable as long as I continue to show up, to put the gym clothes on, to just grab the fucking dumbbell and push the weight. No matter how many excuses in my mind, I'm, I'm feeling like I don't wanna do this, I didn't get good rest last night, the kids kept me up, I, my, my job is too, taking up too much of my time, I have no time, all these excuses as to why you can't do something great for yourself. It is not what happens, but how we react. It's about the power of attitude, the attitude that we bring to the table, especially when all the cards are stacked against you. Those are the moments of your life that truly define you and your potential and give you all the tools that you need in life to take the next step, to inspire yourself, to inspire others, and to create something out of thin air. To step into the new territory and find out exactly where all the, the gun shops are in Grand Theft Auto, where the new you know potential opportunities to make money are, the new missions, the races, you know, there's so much out there that you can just pick one of those avenues and you never know. You might enjoy one avenue over the other, but it takes you being willing to step into the new territory to see what's out there. So here are two things that I want you to do. I want you to reflect on something that you have been avoiding in your life and, and to give yourself the encouragement to just do it, to just embrace the mistakes, to expect the mistakes to happen and say, when those happen, I'm not gonna let it stop me because I'm on a mission to creating a, a meaningful life for myself, for my kids, my future kids, my partner, and my grandkids for generations. I'm here to do something valuable with my life. And then I want you to use the fear setting formula in the description to reframe your fears so that you can create the life that you want to live. I can promise you one thing, that leaning into the fears, doing it repeatedly will help you build thicker skin, will help you build the character and the grit that you need to sustain for your entire life. Stop thinking so much about what could go wrong and just focus on taking action. Just focus on what if it does work out and this really does change things for my life for the better. If you enjoyed this video, do me a favor and hit that like and subscribe button so that we can hang out again in the future. And if you wanna connect on Instagram, just hit me up. My handle is Ashton T. Joe. Feel free to reach out to me and let me know what your fears are, how you're gonna overcome it. And if you at all give a shit about hearing the mix that I created for my first gig, then I also included that in the description. If you wanna vibe out, check it out. But keep in mind, I did not upload 
the file that I did at the actual DJ set because my set got cut off by the next DJ. She accidentally loaded up a track. They cut my set off. I want you to enjoy the set, not hear just a random cutoff. So I uploaded the trial run that I did right before going to the gig. I think you'll enjoy it if you like house music. All right, cool. That's it. Thanks for being here. I love you. Bye.